Hey, this is Becca Tracy from The Uncaged Life. You are listening to our private podcast feed where we release new content every couple of weeks-ish that's specifically created for coaches and solopreneurs who are looking to simplify this whole process of online business, learn how to get paying clients, and build a business that actually lets them have a lifestyle. Hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome to our episode this week. I am super excited to talk about this this week. We are talking about the most profitable life coaching niches. Now, I know that this title can be a little bit clickbaity. I've read a ton of posts on the internet trying to tell you which life coaching niches are the best ones, and I wanted to have my say in the matter because I definitely have a different point of view than some of the other content that is out there. So let me start by setting the record straight. You do need to have a niche if you're a life coach and if you actually want to make money. There's very few things that I'm going to tell you that you need to do in order to run a successful online business, and niching is one of them. One of the things that I tell my students in our Uncage Your Business program is that being vague is not going to get you clients. Being specific about who your services are for and what you can do to help people is what's going to drive them in, and this is what a niche is going to do for you. Having that kind of clarity is going to help you book clients, um, and finding your niche is the way to that clarity. So now that we've got that sorted out, now that we know we need a niche, which of the life coaching niches are most profitable? Do you have to coach other coaches in order to make any money? Or worse, (laughs) does every life coach have to become a business coach in order to pay the bills? Let's see. Okay, so first let's clarify really quickly what is a niche. I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there about niching. So before we get started, I want to go over what it means and what it doesn't mean. A niche is not a demographic, okay? It's not a list of your client's hobbies and their pastimes and their book collections, you know, those ideal client avatar exercises. It is not that. Um, Those exercises can be really helpful for copywriting and branding, but they're not really helpful if you're trying to actually identify your niche. Typically, because these worksheets focus on things that your client is interested in, sometimes age ranges, if they have a dog or they have kids, they're not actually linking to a specific problem that that group of people has. So you're left with just a random group of people who might sound cool to hang out with, but aren't likely going to pay you for your services. So your niche has to be the group of people tied to a specific problem that they have in a specific topic area. Knowing who you serve is super important and finding your niche is all about identifying this problem. Okay, so what are the most profitable life coaching niches? Um, First, let's be clear that you don't have to coach other coaches and you don't have to coach businesses in order to make money. This is a huge misconception that I see all the time out there and it's just simply not true, okay? I know that lots of regular, quote unquote, can't see my air quotes, life coaches who are making lots of money, not coaching coaches and not coaching other businesses. So let's just get that limiting belief out, first of all. So what is the most profitable niche? You're going to kind of love and hate this answer. Um, The most profitable life coaching niche is found at the intersection of the mission and the impact that you have set out to create in the world combined with where people are actually struggling, struggling and looking for help. So in other words, In other words, the niche that is going to make you money is the one that solves a strong pain point for the people that you're most excited to work with. So you might be thinking, hold on, Becca, are you saying that any niche then can be profitable? And I'm saying, yes, (laughs) that that is true. Um, If I were to tell you that there's just one niche that's the most profitable or that you should choose 
X niche just in order to make a whole bunch of money. I'd be going against all of my values and everything that I believe in. I don't believe that we should just be arbitrarily picking niches in order to make money. If you're becoming a coach, there's probably a deeper reason why you're doing this work, right? We don't just decide to become a life coach without having a stronger why. It's not really that kind of profession. So of course, there's going to be our selfish reasons for creating our businesses, right? We want to spend more time at home with our dogs. We want to have the lifestyle. We want to be our own boss. But for coaching, there's usually a deeper reason why you started your business. So picking an arbitrary niche isn't going to align with this deeper why for your business and it's gonna become lackluster really quickly. If you just pick something random, there's for sure gonna be a point where you're not invested enough, you're not interested enough in the work that you're doing. When business building gets hard, it's gonna be really, really hard to push through because you're not connected to the work that you're doing. So this is why I always tell our students in Uncage Your Business to not just pick a random niche, that we wanna actually be focusing on choosing a niche that works with the topic area or the general group of people that we feel the most compelled because of our deeper why to work with. So how do I actually help my students pick their coaching niche? Again, there's no such thing as picking, um, but after working with thousands of students and doing this, I do have a couple of tips for you. Sometimes it's as simple as just asking the easy questions that are gonna lead you to your answer. So first of all, let's remove the demographic and the group of people from the equation and let's just look at the topic area. The first place to start, if, if you're a life coach, is looking at why you wanted to become a life coach. What drove you to coaching in the first place? Or what was your coaching journey? These questions, even though they can appear really simple, actually do help us get right to the bigger, deeper picture reasons why we started our businesses in the first place. Maybe it's that you saw people in your life struggling with something and you felt called to go and help create a solution for them. Um, or maybe it's that you were struggling with something and you ended up finding coaching through that and now you wanna help people through the same challenge that you were going through. This is very, very common in coaching. We often end up wanting to coach people who are a little bit further behind than where we are now because we've been through something, we've solved it, we're working through it and we now wanna support other people in the same thing. So asking yourself these simple questions about why you got into your business is the best place to start when you're trying to look at your, at your niche. This is what we do with our students in Uncage Your Business. So we start with our big picture messaging and then we slowly narrow that down until we arrive at the specific problem that your clients are having. You'll find that picking a niche arbitrarily based on what some random blog post or podcast tells you is gonna be profitable um, is, is gonna get old really fast and you're not gonna actually wanna work on your business. So what we're doing is we're actually finding your niche based on who you are, your personal story, your expertise, your passion, and then we're making it profitable by doing things like market research, talking to our potential clients, and just making sure that we're really getting to this, this specific and clear pain point that they're having, and then we're offering them a way to solve it. So voila, that is how you get a profitable niche in life coaching. It's not just picking business coaching, it's not just picking, coaching other coaches, it's actually getting to the heart of what you wanna do and then making sure that that lines up with real world, specific, tangible problems that other people are having as well. And then of course, learning how to actually market it. I know that niching can be scary and there's a really common misconception in niching that you're gonna create less opportunities or you're gonna pigeonhole yourself when you niche. And this just could not be farther from the truth. Most of our students don't believe me until they actually experience this, but the actual opposite is true. 
Because niching isn't about picking a specific demographic or narrowing down one type of person as those ideal client avatar exercises would have you believe, it's actually about specific solving a specific problem. And when you choose a specific problem, you're actually able to help a broader range of people. So for example, I bet some of you listening to this are in your 40s, you're married with kids, and you love spending lazy weekends on the couch watching Netflix with your dog and your kids curled up next to you. Others of you listening to this are in your 20s, you want to be location independent, you want to be nomadic, you love to go hiking and camping and sleep on mountaintops, and that's why you're building your business. So wouldn't it be a shame if I was only talking to one of you, right? But I don't have to because you both have the same problem, right? Um, I, <laughs> I assume if you're listening to this, it's because you're a coach or a service provider of some kind and you're trying to figure out your niche. And so by being able to speak to the problem, I'm actually able to work with a broad range of people and it actually feels quite expansive. Um, the other great thing about working, with, working within a niche is that you get to really be an expert at what you do. If you're working with people in all different niches, it's really hard to find the nuances in those people's problems. And therefore you never quite develop the level of expertise that you do if you're working in one specific topic area or problem area. And this can be extremely fulfilling. I can tell you that my business feels so much better now that I'm really fucking good at what I do than when I started and I was trying to coach people. I had about three or four different niches when I started, kind of similar and related, but not really. And I never quite felt like I was nailing it with any of them. And being able to really zoom in and focus on one thing means that I've gotten really, really good at what I do, which is not only good for my own feeling of personal career satisfaction, but it's also gotten me known as an expert in my field, which means that people literally come to me for the specific thing that I do, which I'm sure you know is one of the best ways to build your business. So I hope this has instilled some, um, <laughs> some feelings of relief in you around niching that you're not going to pick the wrong niche. We talk a lot in our Uncage Your Business program about the idea that we get you to like the neighborhood of a niche and then there's lots of wiggle room within that, right? If you're doing career coaching, you might shift to working with women who are in a new job who are having a confidence crisis. Or maybe you're gonna shift to working with people to help them get a raise. You're gonna be kind of still within the same zone, but you're able to wiggle around in your business. There's never just one niche that's gonna be the one that you're gonna go to and stay there forever. It just doesn't happen. We evolve, the market evolves, our clients evolve, our interests evolve, our skills evolve. And so the niche that you're picking now is not going to be your forever niche and there's no right one. We, we I say we because um, we is me and my co-coach Erin Foley who works with me in our Uncage Your Business program with our students. We really, really believe that you need to start somewhere with a niche and you want it to be somewhere that actually feels good. It's not just picking arbitrarily. And from there, it doesn't take very long to work with a couple of clients to start to really see where your true niche is. So this is your clickbaity post about how to choose the most profitable niche. <laughs> to summarize, choose a niche that feels in line with what you feel passionate about and then go out pound that virtual pavement, do that market research, and make sure that that's actually lining up with a real specific problem that people wanna solve. And there you go, there is your niche. If you need more support in niching, we do have a free niching guide. It'll be listed in the show notes under here. You can click on that and that will walk you through some of the exercises that we've give our students to help you figure out your most profitable niche. Talk to you next time.